Welcome to the Most Best Podcast. It's the comedy quiz show where each week fantastic guests fight for the privilege, nay, honour, of being crowned my co-host with the Mohost. Now, I am your host, Zach Williams, and today I am joined by not one, but two incredible competitors in the form of the hosts of We Make Things Fight, it's Matt and Drew. Hello. Hey, hey. Excited for the uh, the anarchy that befalls you? <laughs> Yes, I am. I've um, I, I had to do a bit of catch up today because I think I'd like listened as far as like Sam Lloyd's episode back before it was a quiz. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so I, I thought, oh, I'll I'll try and catch up now, and uh, and I caught up, and uh, then I was like, oh right, it's really different now. <laughs> Change format on you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Now, for the uh, the sake of the besties at home, just so they know whose voice is speaking, uh, we have Matt. Hello, I am Matt. And we have Drew. Hello, I am not Matt. <laughs> there we go, that clears that shit up. If you can't <laughs> keep focus on what's happening, still listen anyway, I need the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta push that algorithm up, haven't you? So. Ah, mate, it's all about numbers. That, that's my whole life now, is just chasing the internet <laughs> dream. <laughs> is it bad to ask your listeners just to kind of leave your podcast on silent, just playing overnight, you know, just in repeat? <laughs> well, scratch my back, I'll scratch yours <laughs> After this, we'll uh, we'll loop each other's podcasts Talking about that, you are podcast hosts uh, Tell us a little bit about We Make Things Fight uh, Well, we take two things and fight them to the bloody death and beyond That is the intro to the podcast And um, yeah, literally we just take like two kind of semi-related things So it could be historical figures, fictional characters um, In one case it was a herd of animals versus a fictional character yeah. fictional train to be precise yeah and yeah for the most part it's kind of an excuse for us to just chat and nerd out about different stuff by just picking two things that we are kind of interested in in the first place people often complain that when we fight two things and the thing that they don't like wins that it's a swizz but really it's very much a it's the journey that counts podcast not the ending <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that the ending is probably the thing that we certainly have the least interest in. <laughs> I think yeah, Matt, really, it is. I get upset about the endings because I hate it when we have draws and sometimes you do. You you do get upset about the ending. I've just in, enjoyed my time with you, you know. But but if you want to get all competitive. Oh. About it... <laughs> so for the new besties at home, a little bit of explanation about uh, what's going to happen within the next half hour 35 minutes matt and drew are here to uh, compete through a series of games and at the end of the podcast if they can beat 236 points put in place by kyle davis of punchline podcast they will be crowned my co-hosts with the mo hosts if it's a draw i'm gonna flip my wig <laughs> let you know god damn i hope it's a draw so as i say uh the current co-host the mo host is kyle davis with an insane 236 points but it's not fair if it's a draw or if you don't beat the points that you walk away empty-handed so this week's runners-up prize is a crudely drawn charcoal still life of my supple young body to hang proudly above your mantle <laughs> So Matt, we're gonna we need to work out some kind of custody arrangement here. Um, yeah. <laughs> so tell you what, I'll I'll because I'm drawing it myself in a mirror. I'll uh, I'll do you both your own drawing. Oh <laughs> yeah, perfect. I kind of don't want to win now. <laughs> 
So jumping into the first game, uh, it's called Dice to Meet You. Now for five points, all you guys have to do is explain to the besties at home the rules of the game. I know this one. As do I, but go on, man. 20-sided dice, and you roll it, and then we have to describe ourselves in the number of words what it lands on. Uh, yes, entirely correct. Five points on the board as it stands. Now, would you prefer, as there's two of you, uh, to go word for word, as Zach and Josh of the Midwest Meltdown did? Choose one of you to describe uh, the... I- I'm assuming you're describing the podcast, right? I guess. I mean, you already have, so you can describe whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> so up to you how you do it, but describe anything you want in one word. Um, so, Matt, I'm going to ask you to uh, describe democracy in one word. Democracy in one word. Yeah. Wait, what, why is this happening? This isn't in any of the scrupulous notes that I've made. Um, <laughs> We're ganging up on you. Enjoy it. Dualist. Dualist. Yeah. Okay, just to make things fair, uh, what does Drew have to describe in one word? Um, American environmental policy. Scary. (laughs) Five points on the board. Let's jump straight into the second game of the podcast. Now, it's a little game I call Lyoria. Drew and Matt have been very kind to uh, write five true or false statements about, I'm not sure, themselves, the podcast, democracy, American environmental policy. It can be anything at this stage. The podcast's already gone off the rails. The game is, they will read the statements (laughs) one by one. I can ask but one question about each one, and based off that information, I have to guess which one's a lies. Okay, so what we've done is we've done two each about ourselves. And one uh, about the podcast. So what we'll do is we'll kind of do Drew, then me, then Drew, then me, then the podcast. Can you say the one about the podcast together at the same time? Oh, God, I knew you were going to ask to do that. We can certainly (laughs) try. I mean, anyone who's listened to the podcast will know that Matt and I are atrocious at saying things together at the same time. We are. We're really bad at it, aren't we? We are terrible at it. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing works. Counting down, counting up, just saying go Let's do it now. One, two, three. three. We we make things, things fine. <laughs> you didn't decide what you were going to say before. Yeah, that is. You didn't. I mean, the sign off for the podcast was probably what he was going to say. But okay, right. Just before we get into the statements, the points of the game. Everyone that I guess correctly, uh, you will lose two points. But for everyone you trick me with, you win five. So as and when you're ready, hit me with your first statement. Um, I just want to say that we both kind of nodded to acknowledge then, forgetting that this is an audio medium, as we often do. Um, so apologies you nodded perfectly in sync. I know, right? <laughs> okay. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Okay, so here, here is my first uh, statement. I once fractured my skull in a mosh pit. Uh, my question being, who was playing what band when you uh, when you fractured your skull? It was Damage Plan. Ah, Dimebag Daryl. Dimebag Daryl's band um, during a Pantera song. This, funnily enough, and I'm just going to let you know now because you'll get it when we're there, absolutely fucking ruins one of the questions for later on in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, that's me ruining things right at the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> the great tradition continues. Yeah, I'm going to say it's uh, highly likely that you damaged your skull watching damaged your skull watching fracture plan fractured your skull watching damn plan. I'm going to say true. That's false. Fuck. Yeah, I, I'm I'm nowhere near as as, as cool as that. Um, I'm very much a <laughs> well these days I'm very much a stand of the back kind of guy. But that happened to my brother-in-law in an actual Pantera pit. Oh, so I stole Marsha Valor there. <laughs> So that's you on 10 points already, boys. What is statement number two? Okay, so number two is, while high on Tramadol following an operation, I hallucinated that I was being hunted by a Bond villain-style character called the Great Wooby. (laughs) (laughs) Right. um, I love that you had to uh, put the disclaimer in, like, once high on tramadol after surgery. <laughs> I think that the, the, the idea is that one dose of tramadol probably wouldn't have done that, but I had sepsis and they were just kind of like, it was probably the sepsis too, mixing it all up, you know? You've been tag teamed by your own body and drugs. Yeah. Is it a very <laughs> dangerous combination? So it, it started off, I was in a castle in Croatia. It got attacked by a bazooka. And then there was a series of adventures throughout the week, which ended with me sinking his speedboat uh, near Istanbul. <laughs> Genuinely, I thought that's how you were... Uh, when you first started describing it, you were going to say how you got the sepsis. Like, oh yeah, I got shot by a bazooka. <laughs> but that was appendicitis. Appendicitis. There we go. That I'll take that as my question. I don't want to say I hope it's true, but I'm going to say true. <laughs> it is true, yeah. <laughs> so, like, it went on for a whole week. On and off. I was like dipping in and out of consciousness because my body was being drained of poison. And I had no idea how ill I was. But like everyone who came in was like, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll come and see you tomorrow, okay? Yeah. And, and then uh, I realized that after it was all over that I was like green uh, and I had like weird hives all over me and I just didn't have any idea. That is... <laughs> fucking crazy dude wow i'm uh i'm glad that you pulled through and were able to uh to share that story with us more or less yeah <laughs> <laughs> or is this all a dream oh no <gasps> no it's not we're, we're, real. we're real you're just gonna see wooby creep up behind drew on the zoom call <laughs> bazooka in hand no So eight points, that knocks two off you. But it's still, you haven't got into the negatives yet. A lot of people already have by this point. Uh, what's statement number three? So statement number three is that I, Drew Davis, hereby declare that I 100% believe in Bigfoot. My question is, is there one uh, solitary piece of evidence that like solidified your belief in Bigfoot? Um, I wouldn't say there's one particular bit of evidence it's just looking at all of the evidence in the round and the fact that there is so much evidence um kind of makes me think that it can't really be a collective hallucination i mean patterson gimlin footage is up there obviously that's the famousest one and it's never quite been disproven so but there's that other one where there's like a bigfoot fully visible for like eight minutes just standing on top of a hill kind of like looking down at the people filming (laughs) in a way that kind of says you know, body language um, <laughs> along the lines of what are these dickheads doing around my hall? You know, 
My Oh My Family Show. <laughs> oh, I'm very sorry. Um, I'm going to say true. Yeah, absolutely you believe in Bigfoot. Yeah, it's true. I, I, I really didn't put enough kind of, uh, am I lying or not, kind of on that, yeah. I just oh, no, you gave yourself away when I started about. talking about evidence, and you're like, well, there's this, there's yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could have been a really good double bluff. You're giving me way too much credit there, man. <laughs> oh, boys, that's knocked you down to six points. There's still 230 you need to uh, to get the draw that Matt's hoping for. <laughs> uh, what's statement number four? I was once put in temporary command of a grain freighter when bilge water began leaking into the hold, threatening to spoil the cargo of grade A French grain. I remained in control of the vessel for an hour longer than I should have out of pure vanity and probably caused un- untold damage to the grain. Uh, <laughs> I guess my question would be, how? <laughs> I had a phone call and I had to respond to that phone call responsibly. And uh, I immediately took control of the situation, even though I wasn't the most qualified person in the room because the most qualified person in the room was, um, uh, let's say, having... The captain of the ship? Uh, Yeah, also the captain of the ship, I guess, yeah. See, Drew, that's how you do a question. I'm just going to put that (laughs) out. (laughs) (laughs) Only because I can't remember anything we just discussed, I'm going to say false. (laughs) Correct answer is true. I was once put in charge of a 3,146-ton grain freighter i can't tell you the name of it it is still an active ship and a few years ago i've been following it it had quite a bad accident on it that some people died it was nothing to do with me i was working for insurance at the time and um the we had a marine section and the marine section um were two people that never got phone calls (laughs) so they both went on lunch at the same time and the one day that they were both on lunch at the same time a call came through from uh, like an east england coastal harbor uh, announcing that um, bilge water, so not actual seawater from the outside, but water in the bilge had started spraying into the hold and ruining the, the grain. Um, so I found out about it. The harbour master guy, or whoever it was, called up, said, oh, you're in charge of the situation now. So I took that to mean I'm a captain of a ship. I made myself a hat out of a new <laughs> and wandered around M- my office. Made yourself. You took it out of your drawer. <laughs> Opened the drawer, blew off the dust. He was like, now is my time. (laughs) You've saved a ship, and you may have saved your efforts, getting you on to 11 points. You're back in the double digits. I don't want to imply that I saved the ship. That that wouldn't be strictly true. If anything, (laughs) worse. Just take the compliment. You did well, Matt. Captain Matt. Captain Matt and his captain's hat. Uh, so what's statement number five? I'm just really sad that I don't have a hat now. Um, so number five um, is about the podcast itself. Um, Matt and I came up with We Make Things Fight on top of a Ferris wheel. My question being, do you two uh, frequent fairgrounds, carnivals, things of this nature? <laughs> okay. Yeah, this was a Winter Wonderland. Um, and they had the big, uh, big Ferris wheel in Cardiff Winter Wonderland. And we were on there doing our um, third man bit, you know. I'm looking at the people down below and saying, imagine them snuffing out like ants. You wouldn't be bothered, <laughs> would you? And then Drew said... And he kept calling me old man 
And like I was politely asking him to stop, but he kept calling me old man. Watch the third man. It's a really good movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> um, and we were like, imagine if we fought them. Imagine if we could just fight them. And uh, the idea it's born from there. <laughs> imagine if we could just fight them. You can. I, there's nothing stopping you getting off the Ferris wheel and just fighting them. I mean, apart from the height, we were literally right at the top. We want them to fight each other for our amusement. Like, I mean, yeah, that's the way it works. That's why we do this. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to dirty your hands with their blood. You want them to uh, dirty each other for your amusement. I I don't know what yeah, I'm saying. I mean, I mean, whatever floats your boat, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, nobody can see this at the moment, so it's it's this is not great radio. But I mean, I'm looking at the Zoom chat, and Drew and I just look like we're on something called like Broadmoor Radio. Like you're the DJ, and we are like two of the longest serving <laughs> inmates. <laughs> Drew pretended to be a cop and, and, and lured people into his car. Like, um, I don't know, I I just drown people at a local leisure centre after hours. I don't know, you've got <laughs> cannibal vibes. I don't Ooh, know what I it do. is. I'm, I'm getting cannibal from you. It's, it's the glasses. They are a bit dumbery, with those glasses. That might be what it is. Yeah. <laughs> For the besties at home, there's a, a very dumbery pair of glasses in play. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to say... True. You uh, you solidified your pitch for a podcast upon a Christmassy wheel. Sadly, it is false. That is that is false as hell. It was actually at a barbecue, and we we're having the same ants conversation though. Yeah, yeah. We still thought we were still thinking about people fighting like ants, but also we were like, who would win out of critters and gremlins, which, which we haven't done yet. <laughs> so we, we're not going to speculate on that one. But like, I think about that all the time. And also, who would win in a fight of uh, Thomas the Tank and 50 Lions? Which we did do. And you can watch, or listen to, I should say. You can watch it. You can Thomas the Tank or 50 Lions. It's the absolute best math exam question you'll ever get. Like, <laughs> Thomas the Tank is travelling at 100 miles per hour towards 50 Lions. <laughs> it's like, what is the PSI of a lion just running full pelt into a train? Just, <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Um, so 16 points at the end of Liaria. Oh, you're playing a campaign, it's still a lot to go, but you may have a chance. I see there's two of you. The last time we had two people working as a team, they won. So, yeah, I've got a draw to engineer. Let's go. <laughs> it's time to play the celebrity birthday game. Now, this one is super simple, and the points are freaking huge out of all of the famous people. Whose birthday it is today, I have selected but one. You two can guess outright who it is. If you get it right, that's 100 points. Or you can ask up to 10 yes or no questions, and each one you ask is going to knock 10 points off that 100. Will we lose any points if we try and guess outright and get it wrong? Uh, you don't lose any points, but you won't win any points. Susie Quattro. Hang on. Oh, is that your final answer? No, you do get the final answer privilege. You didn't confer with your teammates at all. You just went straight in with so, Quattro. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I took a stab in the dog. I mean, we, we could get several points out of this. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to make a guess, or do you want to ask some questions to help narrow it down? We'll do, we'll do questions, man. Yeah, I'm really bad at this, though. So you ask the first question. Is it Susie Quattro? Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, are they male? Yes. 90 points to play for. 
Have they been in a band? Uh, no, eighty points to play for. Whatever. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what their teenage years were like. <laughs> um, are they famous for films? No, seventy points to play for. Are they a sports personality? No, sixty points to play for. They are the three things you can be famous for, yeah, surely. <laughs> Are they a politician? Yes. Uh, that is 50 points to play for. Let me just check the, let me check the notes on that, just to make sure that's a, uh, a fair assumption. They were definitely involved in politics. Okay, so that, that is, that's two different things. Um... <laughs> when you know who it is, we can, we can get to whether or not they were a quote-unquote politician, but <laughs> definitely influenced a lot of political decisions. Um, are they from our lifetimes? Uh, no. Oh. 40 points to play for. Are they British? No. 30 points left. Shit, I've just thought of something, Drew. Okay. Confer, by all means. Is it like Rasputin's birthday? <laughs> I don't think so. My next question was going to be, did he have a massive beard? <laughs> should, I, should I just ask it? Yeah, I say it. Did he have a massive beard? Yeah, he did. 20 points to play for. Is it Rasputin? <laughs> it is! It's Rasputin's <laughs> oh, birthday! <nice. laughs> uh, I did the math. He would have been 152 years old today. No, sorry, he is 152 he is. years old. <laughs> He's very much alive and well. Alive. I, I saw his face on uh, Instagram today, and I was just thinking, like, oh, what is this, some American or something? And I thought, but what if it's not an American? And then your thing about it being he's involved with politics, but not yeah. politics. <laughs> and that's what drew it all together. So that's the question, though. Rasputin, politician or just an influencer of politics? See, I would say that he's a politician because yeah. he advanced his agenda by carrying favour with people who had more influence. It just so happened that his agenda involved... Not washing his dick. Not washing his dick. and his enormous dick, yeah. Um, yeah, and he very much was in the pocket. You know, he had very much had the uh, the Romanov family in his pocket, didn't he? Really? Yeah, hmm. yeah. So which meant that he had Russia in his po- pocket. Yeah, and, there's no like, point in going the... to the Duma at the time to become a politician because it didn't have any powers. Because the Tsar yeah, had and... control. This is turning into an episode of We Make Things Fight. <laughs> yeah, and and, and and also he was just a, a, a giant tall wizard. No one's going to elect that. Nobody. Nobody's going to elect a guy with hands like that. No, no. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I like his, I, I like his massive smelly cock policy. But <laughs> in his hands, no, with it, you couldn't. Hands. Thing about Rasputin is, you know, I like a politician you could go and have a pint with. You can have a pint with Rasputin. He'd be there trying to, trying to sleep with your daughter and like. <laughs> talking about Madame Helena Blavatsky and all that kind of crap. <laughs> Maybe this is why he was so focused on pushing his agenda and gaining power in those ways, is that even with a cock as historically monumental as he was supposed to have had, his hands would dwarf them, and he always walked around <laughs> being like, oh, I've got such a small dick, man. <laughs> also, I'm going to kill this. Um, I'm going to 
kill off this conversation entirely by just saying Rasputin started dying on my birthday. So, oh, congratulations! You know, thank you, thank you very much. It's about time I got some, you know, a bit of recognition for that. So, uh, thanks, Zach. <laughs> So leaving Lyria on 36 points, you didn't win big, but you definitely won something. How mm-hmm. are you feeling now? A little better. <laughs> it is time to play the five-question pub quiz. It's a condensed version of a classic pub quiz. There's five rounds. Each round is one question. Mm-hmm. Each question is worth five points if answered correctly. So question one, general knowledge. What was the name of Wendy's dog in Peter Pan? Nana. Drew's nodding for the uh, not, oh, for the best. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so used to just doing um like quizzes over Zoom that need no audio feedback. <laughs> you can just sit, sit there nodding and vaping like yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was Nana. Certainly I was thinking like, it definitely began with an N, and it was some kind of maternal name. Watch it not be Nana now. <laughs> <laughs> Question two, sport. Who did Shawn Michaels kick through a barbershop window? Uh, no one. He uh, super kicked Marty Jannetty and then just threw him through the barbershop window. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but short answer, M- Marty Jannetty. It was Jannetty. Question three, music. Now, I don't think you're going to get this one. Thrash metal legend Dimebag Darrell was shot dead on stage, but what band was he playing with? <laughs> um, ooh, was it Poison? No, it was Damage Plan. <laughs> uh, question four, film and TV. Chuck Lorre, the creator of such shows as Big Bang Theory, Two and a Half Men, wrote the theme song to what classic 80s cartoon? Turtles? <laughs> the confidence on that answer. Oh my god. <laughs> ah, that perennial childhood favourite, Turtles, along with Transformers. He man! <laughs> oh god. Question five. This week's specialist subject is bad movies. Sweet. <laughs> what film would you hear the line? They're eating her. Then they're going to eat me. Oh my god. Drew, you're muted, by the way. <laughs> uh, it's troll it's troll two. Troll apologies two. Yeah, for the yeah. yeah, apologies for the uh for the um mute drama there. <laughs> for the um, besties at home, I could see Drew mouthing the right answer, <laughs> but it unfortunately was muted. <laughs> So let's look at the points on this one. So the general knowledge, it was Nana is the name of uh, Wendy's dog in Peter Pan. So that's what? What's uh, what's 36 plus 5? 41. Okay. Look at that. That's my math GCSE in effect. I'm going to, for number two, for Shawn Michaels kicking someone through a barbershop window. You fucking schooled me on that one. I'm going to give you the points. Yeah. Do we get a bonus point for that? In, in the game of life as adult men, uh, <laughs> maybe not so much. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I, I don't deserve any any kind of favours for knowing that much about 90s wrestling. It, it's, <laughs> it's not becoming for any of us. I'm just like a dog in the car. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> your ears are going, your head's out there. <laughs> and oh, fuck. Fuck, he's just hit a telephone pole. 
Oh, I always knew Matt would go out like the kid from Hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> Question three. It unfortunately was Dimebag Daryl. Uh, for 51 <laughs> points, though, you're not doing too badly. Uh, film and TV. Chuck Lorre did, in fact, write the theme song to Teenage Mutant Ninja Slash Hero Turtles? <laughs> no way. Yeah. No way. <laughs> oh, my God. Matt, was that a pun? Did you just guess that? No, I, I knew this from before because, like, this is, again, t- terrible radio people. I thought Chuck Lorre for ages was the guy who made Porky Pig. But that's not him. It's something <laughs> completely different. And somebody told me about it the other day, like saying the other day, 2018 or something. Time <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean anything anymore. It's fine. Only reason I remembered it is because whenever somebody mentions the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I have to say that Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel Air is the voice of Shredder. And of course, that was, was in indeed. my mind. <laughs> And this week's specialist subject, bad movies, it is, in fact, Troll 2, in which you'd hear the line, they're eating her, then they're going to eat me. Oh, my God. Town of Nilbog will never be the same. (laughs) But I will give you an extra five points, uh, taking you off the 61 you are, I'm putting you on 66. The quote I was going to go for was, garbage day? Oh, that's Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Oh, look at that. I love you guys. <laughs> it's mostly Drew, but yeah. I did know the 66 points and uh, my heart leaving the five-question pub quiz. <laughs> <laughs> so it's time to play The Court of Public Opinion. Now, it's a simple game. I have looked at a clickbait article on social media. I have ignored the article, jumped straight into the social media comment section. I've pulled five comments for you. I will read them out. And based off the information, you guys have to tell me what the story was. Okay. Now, if you get it correct, you will double your points, putting you on 132. So that would currently put you in second place on the leaderboard. So, Matt, you can calm down. The draw is out of uh, out of reach. I can relax now. Uh, you're definitely getting charcoal drawings of my uh, of my supple young frame. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> uh, so, as always, all names have been changed to protect the opinionated. Uh, comment number one comes from Girth Wildly, and they say, "Not for me, but to each their own." I prefer the above picture. Poetic, man. That was yeah. beautiful, beautiful. Good old Girth Wildly. Uh, comment number two comes from Terry Tory. As long as she doesn't complain to have no money to feed her kids, she can do what she likes. Okay, so Matt, I'm, I'm thinking that this has got to be some kind of body alteration story, yeah. would be yeah. my guess. So is this like a fairly current news event, or is it... Um, ah, see, you're saying news event. It's, it's not even you've that. Got a, like, <laughs> this is a, like a mirror article we're dealing with. I mean, we we do fight news. The things that we consider to be news are not news. <laughs> <laughs> Comment number three comes from Optimus Prime, but not that Optimus Prime. Oh yeah, and they say, <laughs> oh yeah, the, of the of the to know with primes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> 
Optimus Prime, but not that Optimus Prime, says what? She has no coloring books? Tattoo thing, then, I take it. Yeah, it's gotta be. Some dude I was in school with, who used to pick his nose a lot, says, Ah, loads of people have those and kids. Oh, Jesus. Right. Um... (laughs) See, now I'm thinking it's some kind of outlandish pet. (laughs) Um... Comment number five comes from Joe Mama, and they said, I've never understood why someone would want to look like a secretary's doodle pad. So we've got Girth Wildly, uh, not for me, but to each their own, I prefer the above picture. Terry Tory, uh, as long as she doesn't complain not to have money to feed her kids, she can do what she likes. Uh, Optimus Prime, but not that Optimus Prime, says she has no colouring books. Some dude I was in school with, who used to pick his nose a lot, says loads of people have those and kids. And Joe Mama says, I've never understood why someone would want to look like a secretary's doodle pad. It sounds like it's facial tattoos. But, you know, it could be any kind of tattoos. But it yeah. could be like some pretty extreme tattoos. The, the, the doodle padding... And colouring book references makes me think that it's someone self-tattooing. Okay, so who has self-tattooed recently? So is, it, is this like a, a, a pretty well, like a, a widely known story? I'm guessing not. I'm guessing we are like past like page 13 if this was an actual newspaper. We're in the look who's been in court kind of section. I mean, from my research for this game alone, my Facebook is now spammed with these kind of articles, so it, it's hard to tell <laughs> where it would end up apart from my personal social media feeds. You don't even know there's a new president, do you? Because all what? <laughs> Obama's been taken out of office? <laughs> hmm. Right. So my, my thinking, yeah, um, like if you are in agreement with this, um, is that someone tattooed themselves and that this is a reaction to that. That 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 is what I think it is, but I have no idea who it might be. Yeah, I was gonna go with the pet thing, but I can't think of what pet it might be. So mm. I'm I'm gonna go with some kind of self tattooing angle. Unfortunately, oh, that what? is not correct, guys. Oh man, you're right in thinking tattooing. Now this, is, as I say, it's not fucking news. Essentially, someone bored in the uh, mirror or mail or whatever it was offices found the Instagram of a lady who just so happens to be heavily tattooed and have kids, and wrote a news article about she's spending all of her money on tattoos, but she has kids. And it's like, yeah, but look at look at the photos of her kids. They're well fed. Yeah, they've got nice fine. clothes. It's a non-story and literal fucking stirring up shit over body modifications that don't affect anyone else. It's oh, it, it really wound me up. This is why I chose this one. <laughs> Muck raking, that's what it is. Muck banging. <laughs> Muck banging, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 66 points leaving the final game. It's not bad, you know. We have had people leave in the single digits, so... You could have done a lot worse. You're not co-host with the Mohos. You are getting horribly drawn pictures of me. But most importantly, let's get down to business. Tell the besties at home just where the fuck they can get your shit. That was really sweary. I don't know why you made that so sweary. I think I started it. I'm, I'm really sorry. I'll, I'll normally be the one who brings the, like <laughs> your, your fucking and shit in into a conversation. Um, so, yeah, but we are... Uh... 
fucking shit, Jesus. Fucking uh, shit. If you if you still want to listen to us after this, uh, we are we make things fight. Um, you can find us on Instagram at we make things fight. Is that right? Turtles. <laughs> this literally end of every episode because I forget what our socials are and I just don't write them down. So everything's got that upward inflection of on Twitter we are make underscore fight. Yeah, I can do this. Okay, <laughs> it's we make things fight on Instagram. Make underscore fight on Twitter. We make things fight podcast on Facebook and we, but we don't update it. Gmail dot com for email you can find us on spotify apple podcasts anchor and various other good podcast vendors so check out we make things fight uh if you've enjoyed the uh nerdy lilt that this episode has had there's far more of that at play over on their show if you've enjoyed this show as it is please subscribe to the most best podcast wherever you get them uh podcast that is leave reviews tell your friends tell your nan all social medias at Most Best Podcast. If you're listening to this upon release, and this is very important and dear to my heart, on Saturday the 30th of January, that will be the Saturday after this episode releases, I will be spending 20 hours playing video games live over on my Twitch stream in aid of Operation Loneliness, who are providing outreach, uh, support, even things like phones and tablets by, uh, to those most isolated in our communities uh, due to the coronavirus. We've already hit our charity target, but just come hang out. I'm going to be fucking bored after hour five. <laughs> uh, leaves me to say, Drew, Matt, on 66 points, which is pretty fucking metal as it goes. Thank you ever so much for joining me. <laughs> Thanks very much for having us, Zach. Thanks for this. It's been a pleasure, as always. Best podcast.